Hello from Education International in Brussels. This is Ed Voices, a podcast of global education news and advocacy. Here's your host. Hello and welcome back to Ed Voices. I'm Cristina Banita. Today we have a very special guest here with us. A big welcome to Franz Castro, member of the National Council of the Alliance of Concerned Teachers Philippines. Franz, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Um, Franz, you are a teacher and a unionist. Your work with ACT has been absolutely outstanding, and you have been instrumental in making ACT one of the biggest unions in the Philippines. In 2016, your union negotiated the first collective agreement for public school teachers that recognizes the right to strike. And also in 2016, you became a member of parliament on behalf of the union party, where you have continued to stand for democracy, human and trade union rights, despite threats and intimidations. You are currently in your second term in parliament and continue to be deeply involved with your union work as member of the ACT National Council. So right now, the Global uh, Rights Index of the International Trade Union Confederation lists the Philippines among the 10 worst countries in the world for working people. How has this affected teachers? The, the findings, I think the findings of the, the global index is valid um, because, uh, like for example, in the teachers' union, um, being a unionist now in the Philippines is, is, a, is dangerous uh, because um, the government of the Duterte administration do not want like us who are fighting for the for human rights fighting for trade union rights and also um, who oppose the the different anti-people policies of of his government mm -hmm. so that's why um, our union is now experiencing uh, political persecution so last year we, we experienced um, being profiled. The member of the National Security Council or the National Security led by the Philippine National Police uh, had this memorandum with, though they did not admit it, uh, they are go going from one school to another and they have this memo asking for uh, those members of the Alliance of Concerned Teachers. So we say we say that this is foul and this is against the the privacy of of our members and of course this this would affect our freedom for organization mm -hmm. and our freedom to express freely um, what we think about some policies of the government basically you've you've been uh, members of your union have been victims of red tagging and there's a lot yes. of talk about red tagging but can you explain what it actually means Okay, so in the Philippines, when you were red tagged or you are like terrorist, uh, there is a terrorist tagging. So, so your union or your organization um, means you are linked, you are supporting the terrorist group in the Philippines, which is absolutely uh, not true. Mm -hmm. So, if you are red tagged, so that means that. The police, the military, the paramilitary, and other interest groups would target you. So basically, yeah. if you're critical of the government, you're automatically vilified, and you get the terrorist label. 
just to sort of yes, undermine uh, your reputation. Yes, that is what, what is happening, not only in my union, not only in the progressive bloc, but in the opposition, in, in the media, journalists, other sectors like peasant, workers, mm -hmm. uh, the women groups, the urban poor, the drivers. And has there been any other, have there been any other forms of, of persecution? Uh, aside from uh, the surveillance that our members and leaders are, are experiencing, um, there have been threat also. Like recently, the president of our union in Region 5 have received an envelope containing his profile, the profile of his family members. Um, another one is recently that happened in Region 3. Um, one of our coordinators was, was tailed by a riding in tandem. When she and her companion noticed this, they stopped and confronted the two men riding in tandem. And then they ran. They reported that to the police. And then another man went to the place to get the, mot the motorcycle mm. that, what, that, that, that was left. And did the police do anything about it? And then the police didn't do anything about it because he said that there is no case because the crime has not been consummated. We cannot put that on record because that would be considered as unsolved um, yeah. case. That would be added to their negative performance. So what part of your union work did the government feel threatened by to have to get to this point of uh, persecution? Yeah. Um, uh, yes, um, since the Duterte administration launched his uh, bloody war on drug in 2016, and that resulted to thousands of people killed on the streets um, with impunity. So we take a strong stand against that policy of the Duterte administration. So ever since that this war on drugs of the Duterte administration was launched, he's very mad at that. Uh, so, so he don't want uh, people to dissent whatever he is doing or oppose whatever he is doing and he's, he's always, always afraid of the word human rights. Um, and you also had the situation in, in your actions to support the right to education of the LUMAD indigenous population, isn't that right? Yes, um, our, our union has this advocacy to help the, the least fortunate and marginalized people in our country, like for example, the indigenous people. So our union support these LUMAD people by means of improving their curriculum, uh, giving out uh, resources like basic pencil, ball pen, whatever that they could use in, in, their, uh, in their school. And also we help them send volunteer teachers and train adult LUMAD so that uh, he can become a teacher in, that, in their community. So the Duterte administration is angry of that because they have this mindset that the LUMAD who are resisting against their control of their ancestral land, they said that these are rebels, these are 
terrorists. So they said, uh, they said also that we are also helping the terrorists. And for you, that had some very personal uh, consequences. Yeah, I had these personal experiences. We were invited by the school of the LUMAD because their school is being closed. There are few days that there are food blockade in the, in the community because of the, uh, the military and the paramilitaries. So the LUMAD, the LUMAD school thought that, that since I am a, an official of the government, the military or the, the police would somehow allow us to pass and help. But it didn't happen. Despite of going through the protocols, when we rescued the children and their volunteer teachers, we were blocked by the military. Our van was shot twice by, by riding in tandem. We were uh, stoned. The windshield of our van was broke. We were blocked and then we were held by the police. We were detained for 18 hours without case. So, uh, that means arbitrary um, detention. And then after 18 hours, they said, uh, you have a case, you were arrested because kidnapping, trafficking, child abuse. It's a very bleak landscape, but yeah. how is your union fighting back against these, these abuses and this propaganda? The, the profiling of our uh, members, of course, we, uh, we denounced, we condemned that um, uh, publicly through our press conferences and press releases. We also filed cases against this chief of police and, and his men who are in, in schools with the memo that we have mm -hmm. had. We filed it in the ombudsman. Until now, we are uh, waiting for its resolution. And then in the last election, we were also vilified. Um, our pictures were posted uh, in all places in the Philippines. It said that these are terrorists, do not, do not vote. Yeah, so we, we also filed a a complaint against them in the commission on election. So the legal battle is one, and of course the um, the press conference is one, and another one is the uh, international solidarity through Education International, and we have launched this uh, last February this campaign called Hands Off Teachers. So we are doing continuous education with our members as regards to the fake news or as regards to the unfounded uh, terrorist tagging and red tagging against us. So we are continuing educating our uh, union members. So we continue reporting the incidents, the, the, the profiling, the harassment, and then in the Congress, uh, through through my office in the in the House of Representatives and with my colleague in the Nationalist uh, Block, we continue to file resolution to investigate these human rights violations, and then we also have alliances with my colleagues in the Congress and also the union lobby to the different um, parliamentarians uh, in, in lower house and in the Senate. So that's what we are doing in the Hands Off Teachers. The Hands Off Our Teachers campaign was launched during an EI mission in the Philippines, correct? In, yeah, uh, in, yeah, February. in and February. And you had another international meetings uh, mission from the, uh, the Global Union Federation's 
uh, mm -hmm. in July. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of international solidarity and support for uh, for your work and your union in the in the Philippines. Yes. Oh, um, our union is so grateful, and we are very thankful to the uh, the support of the international, uh, the solidarity that was given by 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 this um, by this different international organization. This could help our leaders and our members to be protected and would we, ba we badly needed that kind of solidarity with the international. Well, for all your work and bravery, um, earlier this year you won the prestigious Arthur Svensson International Prize for Trade Union Rights. Yes. And this week you are in Europe to receive yet another prize, the Dutch Febe Velasquez Prize. So these prizes are a clear sign of international recognition of your work and solidarity with, uh, with your cause. But how have they influenced your work so far? Um, for, uh, 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 first of all, um, I am very grateful with that award. I didn't even dreamt about that award in my life, and this is the best award that I that I will uh, that I received and I will be receiving in Friday. Uh, a proof that what we are doing as a member of the union or as a unionist is right so we are going we are doing the the right thing and uh, uh, the Arthur Svens award was also used in uh, in my legal battle uh, to prove that I am a an active union member and of course the protection that it would give to me personally and to my and to my union and I, I hear that there's also recognition coming from the Filipino Congress of the yeah, uh, Arthur yeah, Zelson Award. Yeah. So we had this resolution. Um, the, the, the Committee on, the, on Labor and Employment have discussed this resolution about the recognition about this award. I gained support somehow from my colleagues in the, in the Congress uh, through this award and, of course, uh, the recognition of the trade union rights. As a woman and a leader, what have the awards meant to you on a personal level? Receiving a trade union rights award, for me, is a very prestigious award. So being a woman at that, and uh, I hope this, this would inspire women unionists to help their union, stay with their union, and then, of course, serve their uh, fellow um, co-teachers or, or fellow men. Thank you very much, friends. <laughs> Thank you for, for being here and taking the time to speak to us. And enjoy the ceremony on Friday. Yeah, you're to right. get the latest global education news and advocacy, subscribe to Ed Voices on your favorite podcast app or anytime on SoundCloud. And as always, tell a friend, spread the word, and please give us a review on iTunes.